hello hello it has officially happened christine brown is now christine woolley i don't actually know if she's taking his name but they got married huge congratulations to them we have all been waiting for this moment since season one of sister wives for her to move on and get away from cody do you want her to change her name do you hope she changes her name what are your thoughts on that if you're new here i did not change my name when we got married like nothing bad i was just like i like my name and so i'm curious if she will keep brown because her kiddos are browns or if she will become a wooly I hope she does to, it's like one more step to move away from Cody, Mm -hmm. which I can appreciate. And yeah, congratulations to Christine. Very happy for her, the family. I hope this is the forever uh, that she deserves and it all works out in the end. I really think this is her happily ever after. I think at this point, like they just seem so happy together and understanding and Like, you can confidently look at them and say, oh, they love each other. Versus, like, Cody, I mean, did he ever love his wives? So do you think marriage special is going to be next season? Oh, God. Two years from now, probably, we'll get a wedding special. There's going to be so many more grandbabies. Where we're at in the current season, McKelty didn't even have the twins yet. She's not even pregnant with the twins. That's wild. We're so far back. I know I always harp on this, but it's true. We are so far behind. I don't even care if we skip five months and we don't get any scenes. Like, let's get caught up. I understand that take, but also I want all the gritty details. I know some people are like, oh, we don't want to see any of this. Like, let's just get caught up. But I want to see everything. I don't want to burst your bubble, but (laughs) I don't think there is much going on. Like, as much as you might think is going on, there's really not. Let me clarify, because I know exactly what you're saying. I want to see the nitty true details, not these setup scenes. I wish we were seeing just things happen as they happen in a, a true fashion, not every scene being set up. Yeah, something there is that we even noticed with Christine. I mean, the only reason she's in Flagstaff is one for truly to see her father Mm. because he's never going to go up there. Yes. And two to film. Like that's the only reasons we see her in Flagstaff. My theory is when Mary is like, well, I'll come up when I'm needed. I'm like "Uh, filming to film (laughs) that translates for to film. Can we go back to the wedding just for a moment? For sure. This is the wedding she has always wanted and deserved. It was so beautiful. I thought her colors were great given the beautiful backdrop. It seems like the most Utah thing to do. And I've never been a part of a wedding in Utah, but it seems like it'd either be Park City, something with the mountains and (laughs) and national parks. (laughs) It's like your wedding has to be at one of those. Am I wrong? People from Utah could correct me. It's so beautiful. Oh, also all engagement photos that I've ever seen from any of our friends in Utah are always at the Salt Lake. And Christine did one too. And I was so happy to see it. I noticed this with the Browns. No matter where they are, there's like always a mountain in the background. Which is a fun hot take on look at the mountain. It is. (laughs) She's looking at better mountains now. No, the, the few photos I saw of the wedding, I mean, it looked fantastic. Good decorations. We had a very similar setup in our wedding with the, the canopy. Oh, yeah. We did the whole the tent canopy with chandeliers. Tent I'm a very big fan. I don't know if tents are in or out, but I'm very pro-tent. Now, I heard there was 300 people invited. 330 were present. That is a lot of people. It is. There's a hot topic right now, which I will kind of touch on. Miss Gwendolyn. I believe people reported that all of Christine's kids were there, but then McKelty on her Patreon said, no, Gwen didn't come. It was a shock. She doesn't know why. Oh, interesting. So do we think Gwen maybe went for the ceremony, bounced, and just didn't want to be a part of the photos, which is completely fine? Or did she just not go at all? Is McKelty covering for her? There's so many angles you could go here. The fact that she said she didn't show up at all, I think your first point is wrong. Like, I don't think she was there for any of it. My theory, which again, no evidence, and the way this family communicates was just shit. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised 
if Gwen was like out of the country or something. The weird thing is she was in Utah like two weeks prior to the wedding. Uh, maybe planning was off and she spent that time to see her mom and congratulate her. And That's said, hey, true. Hey, my bad. I can't make it to your wedding. I just wanted to spend time with you. Say congratulations. Mm. Here's a gift. Lately, how Gwen has or her opinions towards her mom yeah. probably leads to a lot of this speculation. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not a big deal. There's like a logical explanation. I know. Like, what if she got sick and just like couldn't come? What if she got COVID and she's like, yeah, I, I fucked up. I can't make it. Exactly. Sorry. It's probably not, you know, some crazy conspiracy or Gwen hates her mom. It's I mean, there's also the whole Gwen Payton stuff that's probably never going to be resolved. That's an angle to it. But I think it's uh. I think there's something very explainable of why she wasn't there. Regardless, I really wish she could have been in some of the photos because they're so beautiful and it's so nice to see all the kids together. But like, you're honestly probably so right. It's not a big deal. She probably congratulated her like the week prior and that's it. It's very curious, but I mean, at the end of the day, we're never going to know. And that's fine. We don't have to know. I mean, Gwen does have a Patreon. It's been silent. Well, there's going to be some canceled Patreons. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> also, shout out to the kiddos that we don't hear much from and were there and looked so happy. It's all Leon and I always love seeing Leon and then Daddy Logan, Logan yep, and Logan Aspen and Maddie and... Yeah, I, Ma well, Maddie tried I know, to cross country. <laughs> I like just saw her like kind of in the background and I was like, whoa, I never expect to see her in any photos. So that was cool. And it's really nice to see like them getting along still. And so it's Caleb, nice. Caleb must have been there, right? I mean, I'm sure. Everyone... I don't know. Maybe he was home with the kiddos. I don't oh, know. Maybe it was a quick trip. I, I don't know. But pretty cool. It was really cool that that many kids got to go to this event. Fun fact. Me and Leon were in Utah for what? Three years. Mm -hmm. Yep. Never went to Moab. Never went to Zion. <laughs> I didn't go to any national parks. We didn't we do We did anything. go to Park City and go to the mountains. Yeah, Park City was always really fun because it was closed. But now looking back, I think that's my only regret. Now it's just, like we really just, didn't do any of that. I just avoid seeing any and all photos because I feel like it would be so incredible. And I'm like, wow, I really didn't go. Like, we we're were so young. We were in our self-absorbed times. Yeah, I was already doing exercise-based things plus mm -hmm. dealing with a lot of knee injuries so i don't think oh that's true going to zion was like on my list oh i guess two of the four acls were there three. Oh my gosh okay well that explains it i think a lot of rehab time was spent yeah. in utah so, so in three years three acl tears yikes so yeah that's yikes i've never broken it down that far couple months in between when i was quote unquote fully recovered <laughs> Don't know if Zion quickly came up that fast no. to, to check off the list. Okay, that's understandable. I just thought we were just young and hanging out. <laughs> Didn't really make it a priority. So going into the episode, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. And wow, the true dislike of Cody and Robin just amplifies every week. It keeps getting worse. Like, how is that possible? And little things that maybe like in the big picture is not a big deal. Like I am, I'm hanging on. These people coming in two separate cars, don't stop. Stop you it. No, we'll put it over the top was when they get out of their cars and they say like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, hey, what's up? Like you just stop. saw me. You just <laughs> saw me 10 minutes ago. You came from the same house. Also, does Robin have like a jalopy van? Why didn't she drive her van? No, she has a really nice, I think, Honda Odyssey. Okay. And so maybe it's in the shop. I don't know. But now she's taking Your Cody's truck out. Your driving the truck. It's so weird. I need a backstory on that alone because I'll just spiral into my own theories of why she's like driving the truck and why they still pretend to not come from the same place at the exact same time. I don't but know. I mean, Cody might be doing what we broke down a couple episodes ago where he's just fake busy but how do they always arrive at the exact yeah, same time that's what it is also did you notice when they went up to the door she wouldn't go in without cody and cody just walks in doesn't yeah. even knock he's like whatever 
Mary did say come in at least. Okay, that was funny when she's like, Robin, did you not hear her? Like, get your ass in the house. It's fucking cold out here. <laughs> Should we just jump in? Because I feel like we're ready going. Yeah, the opinions are just going to start flying. We know that Cody likes the curls and I assume gets a perm because the volume kind of covers up the lack of what's going on. Sure. Especially the two curls. Those two curls are thick. They are. Well, they're not. Well, they're, <laughs> they're trying. No, they're trying, but they're, they have the illusion. That it is all an illusion. The illusion. They are thick. And I thought his interesting play was he needed the sunglasses to pull the hair back because it was crazy. Interesting play. Now, this is how I know I take it maybe too far because every week, you know, I say I dislike Cody and Robin more and more and like everything they do bugs me <laughs> at this point. You know what? I would that's, when you, that's when you know you're over someone. I'm over them. Them breathing next to you. You're like, can you shut the <laughs> fuck up? Why are you breathing so loud? <laughs> I say that to you sometimes. I'm like, why are you doing that? I'm like, damn, I can't sigh. I always make a joke. I'm like, God, I'm out of shape. Leave me alone. I'm trying to live here. Cody has to sit where the book is. I'm just, there's five other seats there, or you could stand. Do you have to be right where the book is? I gotta, I gotta cover him here. The way people set up their bars, they always put so many chairs. I'm like, okay. We are thick people. We are not fitting five bodies up there. Like those chairs always end up spread out on a bar. So who the heck wants to sit in the middle? What What are you doing when you're just in this person's presence? Are you like tongue deep in them? Like you're <laughs> just having a, you're just having a conversation. I was like, what do you mean? Like, do you have to constantly be touching? Like, I don't, what do you mean you can't show affection? Why are you showing affection? You're at another sister wife's house. That's always been kind of the rule. Mary echoes that. Mm -hmm. Why now all of a sudden you're like, it's so hard. You guys just came from the same house. You'll return to the same house in a half an hour. It's okay. You will make it. Every time we watch these episodes, we break down what we wish the future host asked them in the tell-all. I don't think the whole... Why do you guys always arrive in two cars thing? That'll never come up. That'll never come up. It's also kind of minor versus the grand scheme of things of what this family is going through. But the affection thing would be an important one because for the whole life of these marriages, you've always been, in, you know, in public settings as far as with other sister wives, mm -hmm. you know, you're more conservative. You're not going to show affection. Why was that a big deal in this moment in time when you're talking with Mary? Also, him saying that doesn't make a lot of sense to me because it, do you remember at Christmas when the kids were over and he's making Robin sit on the arm of the chair so that he could rub her back? I guess because it was his kids there and not a sister wife, which like, I guess they don't hold the same respect for the kids. Yeah, I don't know, because from the kids perspective, they're taught that all of these women are their mothers. We're beyond that, though. I know. I know. That is tough because in the, in their case, your mom's divorced your dad. So you're watching your dad show affection to another woman. I just feel like the rule should maybe apply in this current, like, they're still going through the divorce phase. It's not like the dust hasn't settled. Isn't it wild that I'm going way back in time now. Christine always mentioned that it was always hard going to Robin's house because she saw what a functioning marriage mm -hmm. they had. And that hurt her. And in that Christmas scene, you're essentially putting your kids to the same thing. Yeah. You're, you're just always around these siblings' house? Mm -hmm. Or you're just always around them? Like you're involved in their like, life? Wow. Look at all the gifts they got. That's so cool. Like, <sighs> I don't know. It, it'd just be tough to witness that. Mary talks about how when they were kind of more insecure in their relationships with Cody that it was always hard to see him have PDA with someone else. And I remembered something from the book. Mary did not give a crap about that when she was a young woman. <laughs> Do you remember her cuddling in front of Janelle, mm -hmm. kissing yeah. up on Cody? Like, so fascinating to think back to how, and I mean, I give them a lot of grace. Can you imagine being that young, newly married, and then trying to navigate marriage, and then a new wife comes in? But it's so funny to hear her say this now, when she was definitely all about throwing it in Janelle's face. Would you consider Mary 
the most jealous out of all of them? Mary or Christine? Or is it Robin and she well, won the game? I wonder if before Robin showed up, because Mary never had a good relationship with Janelle or Christine. I wonder if Mary is just incredibly a jealous person. And in, in plural marriage, it's like you have to sacrifice a lot. And mm-hmm. if you're very jealous, it's probably hard to make those sacrifices. Or even if you do make them, it impacts you so much more. Yeah. Because you feel like, you know, it's not fair. I shouldn't have to, you know, whatever. I'm head wife. I don't know. But I wonder if uh, that was a part of what pushed Cody away from Mary initially. Because from what we can tell, it seemed like Mary was the first one to kind of get, in a, in a sense, let go. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if her being so jealous, which is something that just Cody just over time just wasn't vibing with. He's like, how is she so jealous of all these women? Maybe. And he always talked about how, like, you have to have a relationship with your sister wives. Basically, he will never... You'll never be anything to him unless you're bowing down to the sister wives, a.k.a. Robin. Sure. But I can't even see that because she has been bowing down to her and nothing has come of it. Yeah, something that's thrown me off so much is the really like the transformation of Mary Brown. I know. And I think I'm really proud of her growth because I was not team Mary for many, many years. Well, okay, you're spinning this positively, but I'm going oh, a little bit to the negatives. How so? One, like a lot of the other cast of characters, they haven't changed. Like their story arc, I mean, they're still who they were. Whereas yeah. Mary was first wife, wants the the wet bar. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, only has one kiddo. I'm not trying to knock her for that, but just like spatially, like how much space she wasn't bowing down to like, no, I'm getting mm-hmm. just as much as any other wife. And I'm just like, yeah, power, you know, power of the people. Yay, Mary. <laughs> but what you just mentioned, it's almost like she bows down to Robin mm-hmm. is like, it's, it's like the story arc is crazy. Yes. Now I am very happy that the light bulb's turning on. She's moving on. I mean, we know at this point she's moved on, but just to see, that journey i mean yeah i'm happy for her for that but this moment when she's trying to speak to cody one it's just how high she holds cody and robin that she's almost like groveling at them trying to tell them you know what her plans are that was so infuriating this whole conversation was so infuriating not only to see mary kind of bowing down but then cody and robin just being jerks you know this is this is not a friend no, like an awful like friend. This. Exactly. No, absolutely a horrible friend. Mary asks how it's going once they finally sit down and decide where they're going to hang out. Cody says, I think it's going okay. And then points to Robin and says, yeah, I think it's going all right. Right. Robin just frowns and shrugs her shoulders. And then she says, no, it's really difficult. She's really, really struggling. I know Mary is nervous in this moment in time because even though she's trying to sell it as I'm not leaving the family, but you are realistically moving. You are moving. But once again, you can see it's like these folks, they, they kind of mention how their lack of communication, but the way they interact, it really is like they never talk. They mm-hmm. don't know how to have a conversation anymore. So Mary breaks the eyes, asks what's going on. Already awkward. Cody says, now everyone is leaving, but we still don't feel like we can expose our love for each other in any way. This is not a safe place for us. Being, I assume, him and Robin. Which is interesting. Like, at this point, you only have one functioning marriage. So what makes you think you can't express your feeling towards that person? We already know it's head wife. You're only at her house. Like, what? whatever you do is with Robin is not going to surprise anyone. No, but I think he's still playing the game of trying to string Janelle along. Interesting. So at this time, he's saying this because he's still trying to keep any sort of kind of visual of a plural marriage alive. Something I saw, I think it was on Reddit, and I don't remember if you sent it to me. Definitely. I'm the only one sending you sister wife stuff. <laughs> and usually when, I, when Ellie does send me a Reddit post... Like, I'm a pretty big reader, so I'll read deep into the comments of Reddit. And again, we don't jot down names, so I'm sorry. But someone mentioned that it was interesting how 
we see a little bit of how Cody lives with the other wives, but as the relationships progressed, we don't ever see why Cody and Robin are compatible, like how they live or, and a few things are, yes, there's a COVID thing and then they don't let anyone in their home. So you're not going to see them just in their home. But what about them on a date? Yeah. We have ne- when was the last time we saw them on a date? I, realistically, it's probably shit footage because they're probably talking mad shit <laughs> about all the sister wives. That's probably why it's not on air. Is that what keeps them going is like they're crap talking about everyone else? They're probably crap talking about all the kids, who can't communicate, what's going wrong. How perfect they are. Uh, they probably do some conversations about what do the kids have planned, you know, as far as sports or music or whatever, you know, kids are up to. I thought that was odd as well. Like, you need to show us why you're with this woman. Like, I feel like I need to know because we never see you. We see you rub her back and do some Christmas gift opening. But like, why are you so into her? I feel like we haven't seen them like in a natural setting since Vegas. Everything's been set up. I feel like in Flagstaff. I mean, in in the past, he's talked about like every wife has something different. Like they mentioned Janelle and him have these like deep and like, mm-hmm conversations about poetry or just like history or whatever what do cody and robin have in common like what hobbies do they share but that's truly his soulmate like honestly that's his girl but what is it about her that makes it his girl i don't know i can't even guess back at mary's house she just lets it out she says i'm gonna downsize i'm moving the clothing business to the bnb Cody's response was very underwhelming. He says, cool, that's good, right? Cody's trying to, in a way, give her the power to make her decisions herself. At this point in the relationship, I want you to think my opinion doesn't hold weight. Like you need to, I'm sorry, you're on your own. Your decisions are your decisions. Like you go ahead and do them. You're giving him way too much credit. I, Way I am, too much. I That's am. not his his long term plan well, here. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I get it. For the most part, is he just doesn't give a fuck. But in a way, you showing you don't care means like you need to stop caring about my opinion. He's just like I don't care. Do what you want. He doesn't even know why she lives in this state. No, I get that. But if someone, if I felt that from someone, I would just never ask them for any. Like, hey, is it okay if I do this? No. I just wouldn't ask them anymore. Same, but I also wouldn't be with that person. I wouldn't be waiting for them. Also, once again, we saw this again with Mary and Robin. Mary tries to mention, like, he's not getting what I'm putting down. I'm like, yeah, because you're not fucking direct. Dancing around what you want to do. Like, just tell him, like, yo, I'm fucking moving to Utah. I'm not going to be around as much. But that's not what she wants to say. What she wants to say is, yes, I'm moving, but I still want to be in a relationship with you and I want you to put effort into this. And she she's hinting around that when they get to the point of saying, like, I'm not leaving the family, but you should just say exactly what it is. I think all of this, seeing how things were handled at Christmas, his reaction to this, this is her kind of, I said it last week, kind of her first foot out. And when she sees how everything settles, she's like, yeah, there's nothing here for me. Well, because when everything settles, I would imagine no one reaches out. I know. And it's so sad. Like she should not with such a family so big. And I know a lot of people have issues with her. So that's probably the reason. But when her mom passed, driving alone. That shouldn't happen with a family this size. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite scenes in this episode is in regards to the ring. They would have been kicked out of my house so fast. The ring, the promises you made to these four women, you just replaced like that. But yet you're trying to say that you give a shit and you're trying to get Janelle back. No, 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 no. We're get out of my house. In this 30 seconds to one minute, there was literally so much gold i know this is all i needed this yep robin tried to play this off so fast but not even appropriately so just to set the scene they're sitting awkwardly at the bar mary's still standing across from them she says i'm distracted by your ring that's a new ring robin smiles giggles and says it's a cool ring right 
Doesn't Cody just say, it's just a ring? Yeah, he's trying to downplay it whoa, like whoa, crazy. Whoa. Back up. Just a ring? Get the fuck out of my house. The commitment ceremony? Get out of my house right now. Yeah. No. Get all your shit. Yeah. There's, there's, I'm not telling you about my life. Like, you've clearly replaced all of us already. Just no. a ring? Oh, God, I would have loved if Mary blew up on them. I would have loved it. I wouldn't have blamed her one bit. Replaced his wedding ring and you're trying to say you're still trying to get Janelle back? What are you talking about? So for the folks that are maybe new to the show, new to the podcast, back when Robin got married to Cody, they had this whole deal about, you know, unifying the family, four wives, a husband. Mm. So they did this whole clottering. I don't even know if that's how you say it. Yeah, I think you're right. This whole clottering celebration where, you know, the wives had a particular ring. Because I think they have a wedding band and a clottering. I I believe that's how it's set up. And then Cody essentially got a ring from all of them. Like matching. Right. That kind of like, hey, like four wives, this is like your ring. Mm -hmm. But... Yes, you're, some marriages are starting to go through, but not all of them. No, and so it's so insulting. A matching ring with only one when the previous ring was matching all four? No. Some folks have speculated that Robin has a matching ring as well. She does. We saw it in the talking head. Now, the fact that, I mean, this was at Robin's wedding that they did this whole spiel. Mm-hmm. The fact that she just sits there and says, cool ring, isn't it? I know, with that dumb smile. <laughs> no, it's not a cool ring. Where's our ring? That's your friend. That's, exactly. That's Thank who you. has your back. That's who you trust with your innermost thoughts and feelings. The one that can't call you. The one that can't even tell you to your face that you, they got matching rings. So mm, I would think this is a Robin idea, not a Cody idea. Oh, I, she totally got it for him. So... I would also this, like to point out he was wearing a very expensive Rolex. I mean, this this family of finances, like I've already given up. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Make, we don't have to touch some, that. They're going to make some shit decisions, whatever. But this is at your wedding. So at some point in time, you said to yourself, ooh, Cody and I need special rings just for us. I'm yep. going to buy him a special ring. And wear it to your other wife's house? I mean, I guess they're not really married, but they're not divorced. So do, do you think this is a slip up? Like, does anyone else notice this ring on Cody before? I feel like I saw it before, but I mean, this is the only time someone has brought it up. Sure. I mean, I don't, they're not hiding it. You know, when Cody mentions like, or Cody and Robin sometimes mention things about working on the family or saving the family or getting things back together. It's so fake. I know. It's this, all performative. This, ring, this cool ring is an example that you've already bought into the idea that it's not all of you. It's just you and Cody. It, that's all I, I would need is, oh, that's enough symbolism for me. I see what you guys are doing. It's you against everyone else. Get out of my house. Which is even more wild considering you have a sister wife basically telling you that she is desperate to have this man rekindle this marriage Mm -hmm. desperate also robin's mannerisms and quote-unquote cody speak was so stupid wasn't it really bad like it was bad this again shows how how high they put the man of the family and the family of just even robin in a sense they're like nervous to talk to cody they're they're talking to each other when cody's sitting right Mm -hmm. there i thought that was a bit odd The whole communication was so bad in this scene that I felt like there were three different conversations happening and neither one of them or any of them, I should say, were hitting on the actual point of the conversation. In his talking head, Cody wonders if he should read between the lines. He says, but I'm not trying to get back into a marriage full fledged. He says, I'm waiting for her to catch up. Why are we waiting? Why don't you just tell her? We can't read between the lines. We can't just wait for someone to make the connections. Like, just say it. I do think out of all the things we, we talk shit about Cody or Robin or, or any other cast members here, I think it is pretty disgusting that he won't let a wife go. Oh, because then he would be the bad guy. He would be the one that ended it and it would look bad he, in his eyes. But I if they leave it, him, he's the victim. Right. If... He can't be the victim if he lets them go. Exactly. Then you're the bad one. 
Yeah, it doesn't really work for the storyline if you let them go. Which is odd, though, at this point, it's been so long. If Mary left and you tried to be the victim, it would just look so awkward. Like, beyond awkward of Mary trying to save this marriage and you quotely saying, uh, I don't know why she lives here. Like, why doesn't she just move on? I'm waiting for her to, I hope she finds someone. But he doesn't say that to her. No, I know. And I also hate that Mary even mentions that she's heard things or she's heard about things Cody has said, Mm -hmm. which do you like not watch your own show? Like, that's all the evidence you need, girl. Like, go find someone. He needs to tell her to her face to make her realize because she is continuing to hang on to the hope that there's an ounce of something left. And one part of Cody's talking head, you did him, you did not want to give him credit for this. And we don't know if he's lying, but I'm taking it as what he's saying on, on screen. He mentions that he's tried to have these hard conversations with Mary before, but it makes it sound like he makes it sound like she essentially shuts it down. And I was wondering, does that mean he's trying to get to the conversation of like, yeah, like I'm good if you move on and go find someone. And I wonder if Mary shuts that down very quickly because at those moments in time, she's not ready to give up at all. Well, there's been little conversations that we've seen on camera. For example, I think they went out for their anniversary. They kind of touch on the subject. He says, I'm not coming or, you know, on their little picnic date. But he's not. I don't know. I just don't think he's just straight up saying it like there's nothing here. I we are not in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Just say it. You're done. This is how I think it would make my opinion of them even worse, which we again, we touched on a little bit in the last episode. At this point in time, I mean, come on, Mary, you are not in the family as far as the, the whole thought process of sister wives and what Cody having the, marriages with them. What is the family? I Cody, mean, right, Robin I mean, and right now, kids? right now, the, that is the family. <laughs> <Okay>. And <laughs> for the Christmas event, it was Janelle as well. Mm-hmm. But it would be really disgusting if this is what they think of Mary and she's still contributing to the family pot. At this point, I believe she is still contributing to the family pot. That would be absolutely disgusting. I think until she like actually leaves and that statement is put out, I believe that she is fully contributing to it. Just my opinion. My theory. Just imagine this whole family pot when everything was, I don't even want to say good, but just everyone was a one unit thing. If everyone's contributing, but Cody's always at Robbins, does that mean most of that is sort of funneled to Robin's household? I would assume because you need all these, you know, expensive Christmas gifts and you need hundreds of dollars worth of gingerbread houses and the Dickens things because Cody likes it. Which again, like it is, I don't know because they really don't talk about finances. I don't Mm -hmm. think they'll ever get into that. Well, they just leave their bills on the table and Janelle takes care of it. But I have a bad feeling that, yeah, Mary was still contributing. And Again, my opinion of Robin being so low, that is probably one of the reasons Robin is trying to save that relationship because I need the money. Cody even talks about the land. With, Infuriating. With, with Mary, I'm like, do you just like need her money to pay off this land? That's, actually, that's what it was. Save that. Put a pin in that. But oh, that's right. exactly where mm-hmm. the conversation was going. At one point in the conversation at Mary's house, he and Mary are bickering over some clothing racks, it sounds like it. There was nothing to come of this. And Robin or Talking Head says, see, this is why I wonder if there's something there. Like you wouldn't a, remember if you didn't care. But you're also saying, Robin, this isn't a positive moment. They're having a disagreement. Yeah. Like, stop trying to spin this. Another fascinating moment is when Mary says, you'll just have to keep me in the loop. Robin says, we'll just have to talk about scheduling. And Cody has a very thick scowl on his face and it looks very confused. He was thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he was like, what do you mean scheduling? We w- uh, Visits? No. Robin says to see each other. Cody looks so confused. He looks angry. Because this is not what he and Robin talked about. This, is, this was not in the plan. I think this shows that maybe what Robin expected Cody to do is give her, a, throw her a bone. Mm-hmm. Robin's like, okay, we'll just get together, for, you know, so we can uh, meet up. And he's like, what? No. 
In his talking head, Cody says, Mary and Robin are still talking about this relationship like we're a family. What I gather that Robin is saying is, well, you need to be around because that is your wife. And I'm like, I don't need this pressure from you. (laughs) I mean, it goes back to why he enjoys being at Robin so much and probably more so my previous question to myself was like, how are you guys a thing? Like, what is what is that relationship like? And it must be just because Robin just gives like just gives into anything, whatever Cody wants, he gets. Yeah. Not only that, but she previously said in early seasons, how she tries to make her house like a vacation. Essentially. She doesn't bring up any problems. It's not fair to have him help with the kids. Like, which is wild considering you're the father, father, but you know, digress. (laughs) Robin says in her talking head, There's a lot going down in our family and it's all of them doing it and I have no say and I have no influence whatsoever. Mary is trying to hang on and there's so little left. I'm trying to show her there's still hope and Cody is not helping. Some days I feel it's a deal breaker. No, you had a very big hand in this. Deal breaker? No. No, she's always wanted the most time and everything. You're getting exactly what you want. You're... Not selling it well. This is when Cody speak starts happening. And it was just, it made the three of them have separate conversations even more so. Robin turns to Mary and says, are you going to address the concern you have? Mary doesn't really want to. Robin's forcing it. And I mean, it does need to be said, but it's just so annoying to see it come from Robin. Robin keeps interrupting Mary when Mary's trying to kind of like push back and say no. And she's saying yes. And they're giggling and it's annoying. And Robin says, just tell him as she rolls her eyes and looks at the sky. Mary finally says it. This does not mean I'm leaving the family or you. It is just a business thing. In his talking head, Cody says, good on you. It actually has no effect on me. Cody says, Lizzie's all about heritage. So if you're living there, is there a need to have Lizzie's continue? Robin interrupts and says, I'm going to say this and you're going to download it into your hard drive. I'm surprised she knows what a hard drive is. Like props. Okay, this is wild because it got confusing because I don't think Robin caught on that Cody understood. I know. And then she kept saying, like, you don't understand. He was like, I don't think you understand that I do understand. I believe what Cody was getting at was, well, because you're living there, is there a point to really have it as a business? Yeah. You're moving another business in. So it's like he just wanted to clarify that. And it was just not happening. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And I mean, Mary mentions that, oh, yeah, my mom used to have a space and, you know, it's not being used. Cody understood the message. He was just trying to get clarification on what the future plan in for Lizzie's. Cody says he's not complaining, just questioning what she's going to do. He says, in my head, I'm wondering why she lives in Flagstaff. Mary says that she didn't buy this house to live in and she didn't buy this house to move into, to leave the family. That's not why I bought it. That was never the intention And it always felt like this is what is implied. Question. Do you know where Mary is now? Does she still live there? Or did she have a home, build a home, move somewhere? I'm a little behind on this, but to my knowledge, she does live at the B&B. Okay. And I don't believe you can stay there anymore. Oh, interesting. I need to do a little digging. Let me watch some Friday with friends. (laughs) How much revenue it gets. I don't know. Because it seems to be Ollie's specific location. I mean, is it close to a national park? Like what? Who is staying there? I would stay there if Mary was hosting me. No. You wouldn't come with me? Yes, you Uh, would. No, because she would be like, you can't ask me any questions about the show. I'm like, well, no, I'm not coming. Not coming. I'm not coming. (laughs) In her talking head, Mary says, sometimes people have two homes. Polygamous men have two homes. They have multiple homes and they live in both of them, usually, unless you're Cody Brown and you only have one. I mean, yeah, I like the dig, but you also wouldn't say it to his face. So, it, you know, it's whatever. That is your main complaint every single time we watch a show. Leon is always hating because on the fact that everyone says everything into talking heads, but that's because it's filmed so long after, I think. I get it. You have more time. Things digest. You can think, you know. 
your thoughts become more clear or maybe in your mind what I, Hey, what I should have said was this, was this. So I'm yeah. going to say it on my talking head. I get it. I get it. And you're also in a different place, right? You're at, you were at a place where you're trying to save a marriage and then you're at a place where you're basically saying, fuck that guy. I get that. But I mean, even with Christine, it was going downhill for a long time and she was disgruntled. I'm like, dude, all I want is basically you need to tell this man what an asshat he is. Yeah. That's what I want from them. And the fact that they do it in talking heads, it bugs me because I know they don't do it to his face or just in a text or a phone call, whatever. Mary's emotions kind of come to a head and she says that she doesn't want to live in Utah. She said she's never wanted to live back in Utah. She says, I don't want you to think I'm walking away. I'm sorry. I still have hope. At this point, I don't know what to do with the house and it causes me more anxiety and you have no idea. I mean, the fact that after this sequence, Cody gives you nothing. Well, he's going to give you morsels, but he doesn't give you what you would want. You need to understand that it's over. Now, here is probably the only time that Cody has told the truth in years. In his talking head, he says, What I see here is Robin being an advocate for a, a relationship in our marriage, and they're making me feel very uncomfortable. I have one wife, and I have a great relationship with, and if all the other wives leave, I'm worried she'll lose respect for me. Boom, right there. That's what it is. He doesn't care if you're here, if you're married, anything. He's going to look bad in Robin's eyes. The thing is, I don't... If all the wives left, which they have now, Robin's not going to leave him. No, she's not. But I believe she wanted to be the favorite wife, not the only wife. She wanted to trample around all the other wives. Gotcha. And if it wasn't insulting enough, Cody decides, uh, hey, I'm just going to throw out ideas. Do you have the ability to build something fast? The money. On Coyote Pass. Do you have the money? He says, do you want to live in an RV while uh, the house is built? No, and also didn't you just shit on Janelle all last season for living in an RV for actually doing it? For talking the talk and walking the walk, and now you're saying, hey, Mary, why don't you go live in an RV? I know you have this mansion right now that you pay $5,000 a month for, but do you want to live in an RV? It'll be easy because you're lonely, and no one's going to come over, so it's fine. I like the fact that Mary mentions, well, to my understanding, like we can't build anything on that property. We still have to... I don't know if she mentioned zone it or figure out plot lines. Mm-hmm. And as we're watching this, I'm like, they are never going to fucking build this land. No. They still haven't figured out who's going to own what people have left. Is that going to be divided? We have to pay it off. Apparently they have to pay it off for the build, right? I mean, no. The only reason they have to pay it off is because they're doing all this rezoning. Gotcha. Gotcha. But as people leave, that even becomes more complex. Mm-hmm. You know, does Christine sell her plot? Does she did Jan- sell it back to does Cody. Does Janelle want to keep hers? I mean, there's so many things with this. Building wasn't even, it's not even an idea in her head. We cut to a talking head of Robin where she says, this is why I have hope. She is still a part of Cody's big picture. No, her wallet is. Before we get into the barminium thing, why couldn't she stay with Robin and Cody? either in the house or if for some reason I can never picture it, she wanted to stay in an RV, why couldn't she hook up directly outside of Cody and Robbins or on their four acres of land? Don't they already have two RVs at their house? Yeah, one which Dayton is living in. So just add another one. It's fine. And the other one that I just assume are Robin's parents, but it's probably just (laughs) Robin. It's not. It's probably just Robin and Cody's (laughs) RV, honestly. I'm just saying in some weird universe, if this happened the way they wanted, of course it never would. Mary would not ever do that and then see Cody and Robin in their mansion every day. No way. Absolutely not. But the fact that they don't even offer anything is also speaking volumes. I mean, the fact that Dayton can't even live in the house, what makes us think Robin or (laughs) Mary could live in the house? It just wouldn't happen. And also their land, besides the area where the home is, I think it's really hilly. It's like really rocky. It's really rocky. Yes. You know, forests and stuff. So I don't think it would, I don't think it would make much sense. Cody says he has an idea that might be really functional. He says he wants to build a bar minium, minium, barn minium. Sure. minium. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He says a place to park my car, a metal building that goes up fast. Warehouse. I, I would get a permit and you can live in that. It will have a shower and a fridge. 
What more could you want? It'll be this big. Extends his arms. <laughs> so this would be basically a storage warehouse. Yes. With a... A loft. Some type of loft on it. Mm-hmm. And that's Mary's house. But to put ex-head wife, that, so that's what Mary amounts to after 30 years of marriage? Yep. You stick her in some loft in a, a thing above your cars? Mary says, so basically he wants to put me out there with the stuff, the cars, the storage, the Mary, you know, just everything that he doesn't want, doesn't need. He just throws out there. And Robin is smiling. She's just like, that's such a good idea. I hated it. Mary should have thrown it back and be like, you know what? I'm only going to accept as big a house as Robin has. I mean, she pulled that this whole time in Vegas and stuff. You sh- she should continue on. Cody says he hasn't figured it all out. He just had the idea because he's tired of being overwhelmed with stuff. He said there's so much stuff that needs to go into storage. It's overwhelming. And that gives me kind of backing to what we all joke about of how it's like a hoarder's house and there's just stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. There you go. Needs, needs more space for stuff. No, like, just get rid this, of some what is stuff. This stuff. Also, if you're complaining like all the wives left and you have everything that they gave back, like That's you don't need shit. it then. That's his shit. Yeah, and he doesn't need it though. He doesn't need four of every item. Why are you still keeping it? This man got like 20 pairs of gloves. I know, Easy. maybe more. In her talking head, Mary says that he is not concerned about me leaving because he's not concerned about me at all. And I'm glad she's waking up to that. At the end of the conversation, Cody says, thanks for letting me know. And she says, yep. How much do, do Mary and Robin even communicate now? None. Absolutely none. I bet since she moved, Robin never invited her over. Not once. Now, I don't believe the next section happened at all. Robin kind of talks about how she was talking to Mary and how, you know, if you don't want to try anymore, like, that's okay. Go be happy. You know, I don't want to be selfish and keep you here. Robin says that Mary told her, never say that again. Always tell me to have hope. I am too weak. I need someone else to fight. I don't buy it for a second. I don't believe that happened at all. How did we not get a talking head response to that? I know. Show Mary this. Please have to tell all something. I just need to witness. You know, every time I think about this, I get, I get a little sad because I know we're never going to see them together. We've mentioned it. We've never seen them together for years. But... Just call people out on their crap. Mm -hmm. Let Mary respond like, Robin, I never said that. Then we get to see Garrison's house in Flagstaff. It's super cute. Great starter home. It's probably the size of our casita, to be honest. (laughs) The hallway looked very familiar. (laughs) Definitely. There was also discussions of Gwen and Gabe moving in and being roommates. Christine doesn't think this is a good idea, but, you know, sometimes you just got to let people learn that. I noticed the big beanbag, so I don't know if Christine brought another one for Garrison's house. Maybe he had his own. Yeah, I thought this would be some weird timeline stuff. I'm like, isn't this the beanbag that Christine gave to Janelle? I mean, what if Janelle gave it to her kid? Yeah, that or maybe came in a pair and she was like, I really don't need two in here. Or Janelle was like, I cannot fit this in the apartment. <laughs> like, take I it. made a mistake. Garrison essentially said that he would have the holidays wherever Christine is. And I thought that was so sweet. And he also offered to host if that is needed. No, it's good to see that they have a good relationship, you know, with some part of the family. I do agree that, I don't know, just the vibe of siblings, different phases of life, different opinions. Yeah, living together would be interesting, especially since Garrison came out with the official, like, sign this lease. I'm like, whoa. I love that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Good for you. That's a little too legit. No, and I love it. What if it. I hate living with you? I think it's good to protect yourself because I think especially living with family or friends, it could go downhill so fast. So the counter should have been, sure, do you do short-term leases? Maybe that. Maybe they should have <laughs> done like a month to month. Then we see Christine in Flagstaff for Janelle's birthday, but this was essentially just a talking head because we didn't see her celebrate with Janelle or anything like that. But something caught my ear. At the end of this little very short segment, Christine says that she told Maddie that her mom needs to be happy and that she will support her in whatever she wants to do. I personally do not support bringing the kids into this at all. 
Like, sure. I don't think Christine should have been talking to Maddie about the relationship between her mom and her dad. It just feels like I just don't feel like at any age you ever want to talk about your parents like faults or their arguments or anything like that. I hear what you're saying. I wonder if because Christine feels that Janelle is where she used to be, maybe she's thinking she needs that little push to just get over that hump and make that decision. And maybe she's thinking, you know, I'm not getting through to Janelle. Maybe, you know, maybe Maddie can. Maybe, but I just think it's such a delicate walk. I've seen multiple people talk about how they lost a little bit of respect for Janelle going on a date with someone that disrespected her children so badly. What do you think of that? I mean, I would as well. I don't have a good relationship with this person. They don't treat my kids good at all. Why would you pick hanging out with him over your own kids? Well, she did say she had no plans otherwise. Make plans with your kids. <laughs> Let's go out to get dinner. Let's do something. I give so much grace for love, and I don't know if it's right, but I'm just saying, like, it's so complicated. 30 years, this guy calls you up, says he wants to go on a date with you or take you out for your birthday. I just think it's one of those things that you have to do to really figure out, like, is this over? I just give a lot of grace on that front. I don't know. I don't know if it's right. It's probably not. No, I don't agree because when Cody mentions, they both talk about reconciling. And I feel like Janelle has certain things Cody has to hit for her to even consider that. Mm -hmm. For example, one would probably be just having a good relationship with our kids, going to counseling, which at this point, it's been like six months. We haven't heard a peep about Cody going to counseling. So they aren't doing anything as far as Cody, because we know Janelle talked to Nancy, he's not doing anything to work to make this, to get this to reconcile and get back together, which bugs me even more because he even talked about it before. He doesn't want to just sweep things under the rugs and pretend nothing's wrong. Well, things are wrong, but you expect Janelle to just forgive you. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work this time. But yeah, I definitely don't agree. I'm on the side with the people that are saying, This is bullshit. I would not go out with this man at all. Hey, you got to figure out if you want to save this or not. And she knew when she held that hand, she doesn't want to. They've just been apart for so long and it's been years. Well, not only that, but like exactly what you said of he's not doing anything. So of course it's not going to improve. So Cody picks up Janelle and his convertible for their date. He got dinner reservations at Mariposa, the nicest place in Arizona, and she was very happy with that. She was excited he did something for once. When Janelle mentioned that it was out of habit that she held his hand, Mm -hmm. which I think it was funny that she held his hand, not him trying to do anything affectionate towards her. Of course not. I thought that was a bit funny, but... I can't remember if she thought that it felt cold or whatever, but it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right, so she just pulled it away. As I'm watching the show, I'm imagining, how would Cody react? Because he's basically being rejected. Mm-hmm. I think that was incredibly awkward, and I bet the drive back was weird. It, he probably didn't get that goodnight kiss he was jonesing for. I think she was like, all right, thanks for the dinner. See ya. See you around. Also, if you notice, he didn't get her anything. He didn't show up with flowers. How dare he? Mary Posa. Sure. She was very happy with that. That's all that matters. But I think he should have like put a little effort in. Yeah, I think in the stage you're in, you have to do a little bit more. Hey, do anyone have a theory that Mary Posa is really just Cody and Robin's date spot? Oh, that would be infuriating. Like, uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw Janelle a bone here. Especially because Janelle said, oh, we've, we've wanted to go here so many times, but we always have to cancel. Mm, I don't know. Cody said, I made all this effort to make the reservation and look nice, but there's a block. It's bringing me down a notch. What effort did you put in? You had to get some gas and you called and made a reservation. Stop okay. it. Okay. I want to set the record straight about this because I did some research. He tried to talk it up and just... You know, I was able to secure reservations. Ooh, dude. Okay. I went to their website the next day. I could get, mind you. Yeah. It would have been a Monday, but I could get a reservation at Mariposa for five 30. I mean, it's fine time. It's not crazy early and it's not prime dinner time, but I could have gone to Mariposa. Calm down. It's not like this. You're not fucking Noma. Okay. <laughs> 
but then I'm not defending Cody. That's not what's happening here. I will never. But sure. there is like off seasons. Maybe it was like resort season time. I don't know. Sure. That's not defending Cody. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it was during the summer. So I can get where summer super busy. I get that. Do you remember last season, Cody's big yelling analogy of how he didn't want to sit around like an alcoholic family, like we're just going to brush everything under the rug, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's disappointed that Janelle can't brush it all under the rug because he had to look nice tonight, and he's not getting exactly what he wants. Isn't that wild? Disgusting. Janelle says that they are just different people now. That Cody's very wrapped up at Robin's, very wrapped up with the children, and that she's looking for a relationship where she's equally considered. And wow, isn't that just the bare minimum? They turned off the camera so that they could try to relax and have fun, and I was so annoyed that we didn't see any of the dates. Janelle talked about how they like to go to Sedona together and look at all the art galleries and it clicked like that's exactly what he does with Robin, except he actually buys Robin the art and he takes Janelle just to go look around. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Do you think that's where those paintings came yeah, from? Yeah. It's in Arizona. I no. trust me. The people on Reddit already. No. We know the artists. We know how many prints oh, are going so Janelle for. gets to look at them. Robin gets to buy them. Yes. Oh, take God, what you will. You guys are so good. <laughs> so the community. Good. Nothing's getting past them. Cody says that they have had worse fights and they've had other separations and he just doesn't know why they can't reconcile. And again, it's because you're not putting in any effort. She already put things under the rug for so many years and we're done with that. Cody says that he has been in love with her before and he can be in love with her again. He says, I want to feel like a person to her, not just an object with sweet abs. Uh, first of all, the object thing is... Totally made up by Cody. What a wild, out of left field something, argument he is trying. is up with this dude. Just don't get it. But like, then, of all people to pull that with, it's Janelle. But then he's, like, translating, like, oh, is that all you want from me? Dude, we want intimacy. <laughs> like, part, any sort of connection. major part of a relationship. <laughs> also, the thought when he says, I've been in love with Janelle before I can be in love with her again. Why does that sound like you're forcing love? And why are you out of love? Someone who's in love with the person doesn't say, I can be in love with you again. I'm like, what? Aren't you just in love? And Mary desperately wants to hear that. Like, that's all she's hanging on for. The Mm -hmm. potential that they can love again. Wait, so someone else that wasn't at Christine's wedding was Mary, right? Well, they're not friends. They're not. That's amazing how bad the relationship really is. Yeah, I mean, in the show, what was it in Vegas? She just said, like, I don't want a relationship with you. That It's not safe. And that's it. Wow. Yeah, there's, there was no way Mary was going to be invited. Which makes me very happy that Leon went. I'm not even sold that Leon is that into their mom. Oh, no, they're not at all. Right. No, they don't have a good relationship. Yeah, so Leon showing up, it's not giving me anything. It's like, yeah, I get it. You, you don't like your mom and... I'm Christine just happy, was a positive person. I'm just happy to see they're close is what I mean. Close mm-hmm. enough to go is what mm-hmm. I mean. Okay. Gotcha. On the next time on, we see a little shit talking fest, which warms my little heart. We see Gabe, Garrison, Gwen, Janelle, and Christine. This is when we see the moment of Garrison saying, have him. And Gwen says that she is still hurt. An infuriating scene that we see is McKelty having a birthday for Avalon at Cody and Robbins, which is super annoying because you know they had a first birthday at their house and Cody and Robin didn't go. And McKelty's like, oh, that's fine. I'll come bring the birthday party to you. Like, stop trying to appease them. And like, they're doing nothing to be involved with your life. And yet you're bringing the party to their house. This is a deep cut. There was a video that McKelty posted when this happened. And it was like Cody telling Ari to like, get back, get back, get back, get away, basically, because he only wanted to like hang out with Avalon. And mm-hmm. it was really awkward and weird energy. And you I have to know. show me this again. Oh, I happily will. OK, after this. Then we see Christine having a get together with a group of women for her ex anniversary. Again, Christine just is saying things that I don't love 
too much this season. So she keeps trying to get Janelle to move next to her, come to Utah, leave Cody, all this stuff. But then she says, Janelle needs as many friends as possible because I won't be here forever. I was like, oh, that's kind of rude. That is kind of rude. I wonder if production, they didn't see this coming where Christine would be over the top about the whole divorce thing. (laughs) Yeah. That realistically, I think people are starting to fall out of love with that character. Like we get it, you're divorced. But I think we're more interested in seeing that story of either you dating Mm -hmm. or you finding David. Yeah. I think that is the more interesting story to tell versus a woman who is happily divorced and more than happy to talk shit about her ex-husband. Honestly, if we just got Christine talking to the matchmaker, Christine going on a date or another scene besides Christine drove down to Flagstaff so Cody can hang out with Truly and she could film. Mm, But that's more realistic. I do like the transition because you're not immediately dating. I think it's still pretty new. True. I get it. And yeah, after 25 years, it probably does kind of emotionally take a while to want to get back out there. But the sneak peek that came out today for next week's episode is Cody calling Christine on their anniversary and she does not answer. What is that thought process? In his talking head, he said, well, I was just I knew she was in town and I wanted to arrange to see Truly. That's a lie. You never do that. Two, you knew what day it was and you wanted it to sting. You never call. What are you talking about? Let's say that is true. Christine, why would you be anywhere near Cody when it's your old anniversary date? Maybe that's just how the weekends lined up. I don't know. I'm be like, well, I'm changing them so they don't line up. (laughs) Yes. I don't buy Cody's reason. I'm fine with Christine ignoring it. He could have just texted her and say, I want to hang out with Truly. Let me know when it's good. I don't know. It's not a coincidence. I'm looking forward to it. Anything else for this week? No, but overall good episode. The sit down with Mary alone was just incredible. Chef's kiss. Truly. I hope this is a key moment for Mary realizing that she is so much better than being in this Like being this outsider of this family. Now, I know this probably isn't a thing, but I really hope Mary, after this sit down, created a group chat with Christine and Janelle and told them this SOB has a different ring. Oh, I know. So insulting. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a nice week and go into the weekend easily. Do something nice for yourself. Some fun self-care if you can. We will be having the nieces and nephews over. Oh, no, one nephew. One of the kiddos has a basketball game, and so we're watching the other two. Is it like a tournament at some remote, faraway town? <laughs> remote, <laughs> so far they're going to stay overnight. We'll have the other two. I'm not worried about it at all because we're, they're like a package deal. We never just have one or two of the kids. We have all three always. And so like we're always outnumbered. <laughs> we manage it fine. They're super sweet kids. But having two, I'm like, what are we going to do? Like, that's so weird. I'm super excited. We've also been debating with the parents on, we like to treat all the nieces and nephews the same, unlike Cody. But <laughs> We don't play favorites in this house. Do not play favorites. Uh, we calculate, okay, every kid's getting an equal gift amount. Yes. Okay. Equal experiences. So we've been debating on like, can we do Korean barbecue? No, the nephew that likes Korean barbecue is going to go do sports. Yeah, I so will not do it without like, him. He's the always one that wants to go to KBB with us. But then, no. we're, but then we're like, okay, how about uh, a boba experiencing? Like, well, no, he really likes boba too. <laughs> I said I would. Do, we could do conveyor belt sushi. That'd be cool. Yeah. So the kiddos like that. So maybe we'll do that. No, but really, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate all of you. Thank you for the interaction, the comments, the feedback, the reviews. Really, really appreciate it. And we will see you on the next episode. Yeah, we've had so many nice comments and interactions. And like, even if people don't agree with us, that's totally fine. And they tell us our theories or why they think another theory or why they don't agree with something like that's 
everyone does it so nicely like it's so fun to talk to everyone and you know i love a theory so that's always cool so we appreciate you always thank you for always being so kind and you really are friends oh i always wondered because we have a lot of new followers thank you for joining us i never know if people want us to follow back like is that weird if a podcast page follows you so like i just decided not to but i also like seeing people's lives no, so, we're definitely going to have to follow them back. Okay, so is that fine? Is that weird? No, because for sure the community is probably posting things about Sister Wives. But these are people's personal pages. They're not... I mean, I follow a handful of other podcasts. Wait, are we saying that stuff. everybody has a burner account? What are we talking about? No, here? no, just like these are people's personal pages. Sure. Like their life, their kids, their sure. spouses. And I never know if it's weird. Okay, I want to from the fryer heart some cat photos, dog photos. <laughs> Let me see what you guys do with your kids so I can figure out how I'm supposed to entertain these kids. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much. We will talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Take care.